This is episode three. I'm Valeska and this is Valentina Rose. It's nice to see everybody again and today's episode is going to be about the law of attraction. I have one in particular that I want to share because it, it involves you. So I'm not sure if many of you listeners are aware of what the law of attraction is, but if you're not, there's a book called The Secret that goes into detail. So I remember being in a um, in a house with you, Valeska, when we went uh, through the Airbnb, and we watched the movie, so I was very inspired. And that same night, both Valeska and I, right before we went into work, we were like, let's think of a number and let's hit that number. And that was a very new for me because even though I had been using the law of attraction throughout my life, I didn't know what it was called and I didn't know I was doing it. So just the fact that I was excited to put a number right before work and we put it in our head, funny enough, both Valeska and I thought of the same number. We thought of 900 and to the you know dollar, I got $900 that night and Valeska did too. And it's just, after I did that, I know that that's, that's a small story, but to me it was very powerful. It was very powerful because after that, before I would go into work, I would think of a number and I would get around the same dollar amount to that number. So that was a very interesting um, thing for me. I know Valeska has a little bit more interesting stories with the law of attraction, but I just wanted to throw that out there because it does make a difference. When you set your mind on something, you visualize it, and when it comes to money right before work, because you'll get it. You will get it. After I saw that, I was like, wow, I need to do this more often before work. If the drive was good enough for me to meditate on it, and it was just really, really awesome. So that to me was awesome. And it was pretty awesome that we both thought of the same number. It's good that I started first because that was pretty simple. But, but I mean, simple, but I mean, really, $900. Who's going to give you $900? And I just got it, like, because I thought about it. And work was easy for me that night. And, uh, I mean, that's why it's very important with the law of attraction. I think it's very important before work to listen to little podcasts here and there to inspire you or to help you awaken your ability to use the law of attraction. It, it helps dancers so much, and I know that it's helped me a lot. But um, Valeska has a more interesting one, I feel like, so go ahead with yours. Well, that's... Do you remember that day? Sorry. Of course, of course I do. And I'm so glad that you brought that up. That was absolutely, that's one of my favorite stories. You say it's simple, but really think about that for a second. That's awesome. We both had the exact same number, $900. We didn't tell each other what the number was. We both had the same number, and I made to the dollar amount. I made exactly $900. I believe you did as well. I did. That's not simple, dude. That's a fucking awesome story. To build on top of that one, I had another girl come over to my place, and we also watched The Secret. Dude, I love to I love to show that film to people. It's such a great film. It changed my life. It's changed my entire life. And I also used to use it before, too, without realizing what I was doing. I just, I felt like when I would really think about something, for some reason, it would happen. And then I saw this film, and I was like, holy shit, this is like a thing. Like, this is actually, like, you can literally measure thoughts in reality. Like, this is a real thing. 
So this other girl came over. I don't even know what her stripper name is, but she came over and I did the same thing with her. I said, pick a number, pick exactly the number that you wanna make and I'm gonna pick a number too. And we're gonna go in and at the end of the night, we'll tell each other what the number was and what we made. So we both picked $800. And she stayed at my house for three nights. The first night was the night that, um, or it might have been the second night that we watched the film. We left there. She had made 600 and I had made seven. And when she told me her number, and she goes, I made 600. She said, but I am so excited. She goes, that went by so easily for me. And I'm so happy with that number because that's not what she used to used to making. And she goes, and I'm going to do it again tomorrow night. I'm going to pick another number and I'm going to do it again tomorrow night. And I'm going to go in with the full belief that I'm going to get it. So her and I did the same thing the next night and I picked $800 again. And so did she. And that night we both made exactly $800. So, and when we left there, she was like, it was, she goes, I can't even believe it. She was like, that was one of the easiest nights I've ever had. She goes, I hardly had to ask anyone if they even wanted to dance with me. She goes, everyone just was ready to go. So this stuff is real. I don't know how it works, but it really is real. You want to go story by story? Do you have any others that you would like to share or? Let me think on it. You go next. Okay. All right. So I've got a few. I'll go with the Invisalign story because that one was really significant to me. I might have told this on another YouTube video. I'm not sure. But for probably about four or five years, I really wanted to get Invisalign. My teeth were fine. They weren't like busted. They were okay. But I really wanted to have perfect teeth. And at one point when I was in Florida, I decided, you know what, I'm gonna get it. And it was $5,000 and I went to a dentist and he had to take all these x-rays and stuff on my teeth. And there was one more thing I needed to do at a different dentist office before I came back to him to get Invisalign, something like that. I don't remember exactly how it went down. This was a long time ago. But I said, okay, and I left. And the thought of spending five grand on my teeth when they weren't that bad, I couldn't pull myself to do it. So years go by and finally one night, I knew about the Law of Attraction at this point. I knew I had seen The Secret now. I hadn't seen it before. I'd seen The Secret now and I thought, you know what? I want Invisalign, but I don't want to spend $5,000 for it. I want someone to give it to me or I want it to be very, very inexpensive. And I, I had a big mirror in my room that went to the floor and I sat down in front of this mirror for I don't know how long, five, 10 minutes maybe. And I stared at myself in the mirror and I smiled and I saw my teeth being perfect and I imagined them being wrapped in this Invisalign plastic and them looking just beautiful. And I sat there for like five, ten minutes and that's what I kept thinking over and over was somebody's going to give this to me or I'm going to get it for really, really inexpensive. And I just sat there and kept thinking that over and over. It was either that night or the next night I went into work and I approached this very attractive, tall, handsome man. Very, I thought he was very cute. And I take him over into the dance area and I ask him right before the song starts, I said, so what do you do? And he said he was an orthodontist. And I said, oh really? And I ha didn't even think about what I had just done the night before. And I said, you know, and I was kind of just talking to myself out loud. I said, you know, I've been thinking about getting Invisalign for like four years now and I just can't bring myself to get it because it's so expensive. 
And I'm literally just talking out loud. Like, I was not planning on him being like, oh, well, let me help you. And he looks at me and he goes, I can do it for you at cost. And I just stopped and stared at him. Like, what did he just say? And after I stared at him, I thought about what I had done the night before. And I just looked at him like, did this man just fall from heaven? Like where, how, how, how did this just happen? And I looked at him and I said, are you serious? And he goes, yeah. He said it'd be about $1,500 for the, for the trays. That's my cost. He goes, snow sweat off my back. If you want it, then yeah, I can do it for you cost. That night was a Sunday and I was going to be leaving town on Tuesday. I said, I'm going out of town on Tuesday and I don't know how long I'm going to be gone for. I said, because I don't know when I'm coming back into town. I said, do you think that we could start tomorrow so that the impressions can be done and I can, you know, like, because I don't, I didn't know how long it was going to take for me to get him back. And he goes, yeah, sure. Now, I, I do want to throw this out there. I was really nervous because he had a girlfriend and he said they were on the rocks and he didn't think that they were going to make it, but all of his staff was women and they were all friends with his girlfriend. So he didn't want me to come in there and them to be like, why is this girl getting free work done on her teeth? So he said I was going to need to come in after it closed. So I was like, that sounds like that could be the beginning of a horror film. But I thought, there's no way I just asked for this last night and now it's happening today that I'm going to pass it up. I'm not, there's no way I'm going to pass it up. So I said yes. So I go and I sit in the parking lot and I'm watching all of his staff leave. And now I found out that it was his building because he told me his full name and his name was on the building. So I realized, okay, that's a little bit more legit. He's not just somebody that works there. Like, this is his place. So all of his staff leaves and at first I was scared and then as soon as I got in there he totally put me at ease and I didn't feel like he was gonna use like laughing gas on me and I was gonna pass out and wake up like chained up to a wall or something <laughs> you know I know that sounds scary but dentist office are scary right they're kind of scary so I sit down in the chair and he had told me originally while we were in the club he said no sweat off my back and that turned out to totally not be true. We were in there for an hour at least while he was going through all this stuff trying to find the tools because he's owned the building forever, but he doesn't get the tools. All this stuff is put away and all the people that work for him get him all this stuff. So he didn't know where anything was. So we're in there for like an hour while he's trying to figure out all this stuff that he hasn't done in years. And I had a great time. Like he was real friendly, very attractive. And at the end of it, I look at him and I was like, do you want to go get a drink or something? And he was like, uh, I would love to, but I told you I have a girlfriend and I don't, you know, just in case we do make it, I don't want to mess things up like that. So I left and this guy like just spent an extra hour on my teeth. He did all of that for free on his own time and he didn't even want anything from me. So that's one of my all-time favorite stories. And by the way, I went and saw him for two years after that at the dentist office. But it was only about maybe six months in or so that he and his girlfriend did break up and I could actually come in during normal business hours. But that's one of my favorite stories. I'm still so appreciative of that guy. I need to send him a Christmas present. Okay, you got another one?
Yes, I do. This happened recently. You know when you talk to customers and they let you know right away they make good money and they let you know they're not some bum and they pay you sometimes just to hang out with them. They pay you just to talk to you per song. Yeah. So he let me know right away. He's a business owner and he's the one that's supposed to send me my wig. Mm. So a few nights before that, I kept thinking about it. I'm like, I really wish a guy could just sit with me on one of these slow nights and just be like how much do you want you know and he had gone back to the club i had already danced for him a few times and and i i knew who he was i wouldn't call him my regular because i just barely met him but i was comfortable enough to know that he had money and i was i guess i was comfortable enough to know that if i ask him for anything he's not going to get offended or i don't know i was just comfortable with him so one day he goes to the club, and I, at the days before that, I kept thinking to myself, I really just want to go to work and just be with one guy on one of these slow nights and just have him give me whatever I want. So it was a slow night. It was a ladies' night, and they do like an amateur contest. I guess that they promote the club with customer females so more guys can go on a slow night. So he went, and obviously the crowd of guys weren't really getting dances because there were female customers. So those nights are one of the nights that the dancers hate the most because there's other females there that are probably going to go home and have sex with you because they're customers and they're drinking. It's kind of like a bar. Meanwhile, us dancers were trying to make money. Anyway, so he showed up. And sure enough, we're sitting there watching the amateur contest where these amateur girls who aren't dancers go up there and do their thing. And I knew right away it was going to be a really slow night because all these guys are entertained with these customer girls that are drinking with them and having fun with them without having to buy them dances. But I was happy that the guy was there. And then I just thought to myself, why not ask? Like, this is another thing that I really do believe... um, It's a big thing for the law of attraction. Not only are you asking the universe, but if you have a gut feeling that you're going to get it, why not just ask? Like, you're not going to get, the worst you can get is a no. So I was being very, like, touchy with him and very, like, um, snuggly with him. And then he goes, hey, I don't want to waste your time. And I said, no, you're fine. Look, it's amateur night. You're not wasting my time. But then I said something along the lines like, anyway, I'm glad you're here. So there was only maybe like three hours left before closing time. So I said, I'm I'm glad you're here. I'm just going to spend the rest of my night with you. And then I smiled and looked at him and said, I know you'll take care of me. And so that was kind of like saying, you know, you'll take care of me financially. And then he just goes, yeah, yeah, I will. And then he said, and that's exactly what I had been thinking about the days before. He goes, well, how much do you typically make? And I'm not going to lie, but I did up it a little bit because on, <laughs> on those slow nights, I really make maybe $400. Yeah. But there was something screaming in my head saying, just say $800. $800 is what I would make on a good night. So I just thought to myself, why not? He doesn't know. And it's not like he's a regular Joe. Like, he was in town because part of his business is expanding, and he wasn't afraid, and he didn't do it in an arrogant, bragging way, but he wasn't afraid to talk about his financial status. And I think the way he did it was not so much of an arrogant way, but so much of a way to let you know, I'm not trying to screw you over. Like, I have money. I, I'm coming here to have a good time, but I'm going to spend. So I just looked at him and said, 
And then he just looks at me and goes, okay, well, let me go to the ATM. <laughs> and awesome. that, that was that. It was really quick. Like, he just walked over to the ATM. He pulled out the $800. He gave them to me. And he said, you want to have a few drinks with me? Uh, we'll watch the girls we'll, or we'll watch the show or whatever. And we can go up and down the stairs. I'm pretty sure I only gave him maybe $200 worth of lap dances. The lap dances are $30. He was already content. Like, he was having fun already with us talking. He's a good talker. Like, he talks, 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 and he's a great listener. And he didn't hesitate. I mean, there's sugar daddies out there that give you money just to go on dates. Yeah. So if you have, like, if you have it in your gut feeling at, with a customer, if they ever do that, if they go, how much do you want for the rest of the night? Hopefully you do get that question because that's an awesome question. After he handed me the money, I felt so relaxed. I felt so happy. I went in thinking, well, you know what? If I make money, I make money, but I know tonight is a slow night. So that was like awesome for me because I had not made $800 on that specific day. I keep track of the patterns of certain days and I know that ladies night, that kind of hurts us a little bit because the customers are a bunch of females that are going in to see if they get the cash prize and then they go to the tables with, with our customers so they can have their drinks and so they're already entertaining the guys. It's kind of difficult. So that's a law of attraction right there working that was really like exactly what I had asked for a few days before that I was like I just I just want one of these days one of these slow nights just to chill out and have a guy go hey how much do you need to just be okay or like what do you typically make on today and just hang out with me and that's pretty much what happened so that's a great story and a couple things for that first of all you thinking this is for people to keep in mind you thinking I want someone to ask me how much I want. You put that energy literally out into the world, which apparently he picked up. So put the idea out there, put the vibration out there. And another thing, what you said about your gut, listening to your gut, a lot of men truly like to take care of women. So had you just said 400, because that's what you actually typically make on that particular night but he did say what do you usually make so you said what you usually make on a good night he didn't say what do you usually make on a Tuesday night or whatever night it was he said what do you usually make so you going with your gut and going with what would make you happy I'm sure made him happy and what's the worst that could happen? You say 800, he's already been with you, you already know him to a degree. So if you said 800, what's the worst that could happen? He would look at you and be like, well, how about six? You know, and then you say okay, and then you're both still happy. But it's better than you saying four, and then all night being like, fuck, I wish I had said eight. Because now you're gonna be in a lower vibration, you're gonna not be as happy as you would have been had you said eight. So you said what you wanted. You said what you actually wanted, and it made you feel good. And if this man's comfortable talking about his financial success, there's a reason why he wants you to know. He wouldn't just talk about it if he didn't want to spend money on you. I agree, and I I really do. I mean, you're going to know how men work, and you're going to know, is he doing it in a genuine way? Is he doing it in an arrogant way? So you're going to pick all this up easily because, we're humans and we get the energy off of people and I think he wanted to just share his abundance with me which I'm really happy he did and I just I keep 
telling myself, the more I think of that, the more I'm going to attract that. Yes. The more I think of, they just want to share their abundance with me. You know, I'm going to attract men that, that actually have enough to share. The reality is, some men just want to go to see women naked while they have a beer. They sit there for an hour and they leave. And that's the reality of it. Maybe they just have enough to pay for the cover and they just want to visualize watch and leave cool but i don't want to attract you know that guy's not going to do anything for me i want to avoid those guys and also another thing i really truly think is the law of attraction i got really good at it where i would go and look at the crowd and i would think to myself or i would say it i would say it under my breath i'm gonna go to a guy that's gonna spend money on me and every single time i wouldn't even think too hard about it I wouldn't analyze so much it's kind of like when I would say it I would be attracted I would be pulled to the right guy Mm. and the guy that I would walk up to sure enough he'd get a dance or two or you know three or whatever however many I, I would get but I noticed the pattern that they never said no and when I wouldn't do that and I would just walk up to some guy it would be a little more difficult and I think it's the intention you put out there that's awesome That's really awesome. Something that you said that I want to highlight is you said that you'll know. I think that that is a skill and I think it's a learnable skill. So to really follow your intuition, like what we talked about with you felt like you should say 800. I don't think that there are actually too many people that are as aware of feelings and energy maybe as you and I can be. But it is a skill. It's something you need to just pay attention to. A lot of people, I think, don't trust their intuition or don't try to think about it because it's not logical. Like, it doesn't make sense in in real life. But it's that feeling that tends to be right so often. And the more that you pay attention to that feeling, the more that you notice it and the more that you act on it, the more I think you'll begin to notice that you are right. And the more you realize you're right, you've done the right thing, or at least the most beneficial thing, the more you'll trust yourself and the easier it will be for you to start picking up on these things that are so important. Like what you just said, I would say I'm going to find someone that's going to spend money on me. And then you just felt drawn to particular people. That's the universe at work for you. It's the universe at work for you and it's fucking awesome it's really beautiful it's life-changing as a dancer yes as a person yeah as a person but if you apply it to dancing you're gonna make a lot more money yeah you can yeah you're right literally change your life for sure you'll make so much more money an exponential amount more money so good so that was a good one okay i'm gonna go with this one This one actually ended up getting me a boyfriend. Things went really wrong with him, but that's because I let them go wrong with him. I fucked up, but getting getting this was um was an interesting experience so i went into work with an 800 dollars goal again exactly 800 dollars, and four hours had gone or no six hours i think had gone by and i had made 400 dollars and it was an hour and a half before close and i thought you know what i'm done so i got dressed i left i got back to where i was staying and i pull up to the house And I'm just staring at the house and I'm thinking, you need to go back to work. 
consistently for years. The last hour has always been one of the best for me. So I picked up the phone and I called work and I talked to Vicky and I said, should I come back? And she goes, you know you're going to make money. I said, okay. I said, I'm coming back. So I hung up the phone. I go back to work. The first guy that I walk up to is this attractive guy with real dark hair and real friendly, great smile. And we get exactly $400 in dances. And I didn't realize it until later, until after I had left, but I made exactly my goal because I went back to work. Like I pulled up in front of the place I was staying and I had that feeling, that intuitive feeling that said, go back to work. That's something else I wanna point out real quick about just life in general is laziness sucks. As nice as it feels sometimes to be lazy, after you overcome that, after you get out of your comfort zone and push forward, coming out on the other end always, always, always feels better. Would you agree? Definitely agree. There's been so many nights that I did not want to go in. Yeah. And I also would think, ah, do I really need the money this week? And I would be comfortable. I would be like, no, I don't need the money. But it was my laziness talking because right. we can all use extra cash. And because it would, it, it'll make you feel better on the nights that don't go your way. Yeah. And you're right. You get over the laziness. And then once you do, once you get back home with the money, you're like, what the heck was I thinking? Like, right. I, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. I think that's another really important thing to note is at least for me, and I know it was the same for my sister. And I'm very curious if it's the same for you as well. Going into work on nights that I just did not want to go at all. I would start working and it wasn't usually my first customer that got me over the hump of being like, I really don't want to be here. It was usually the third. So like going in and starting work, not feeling it. Getting a first customer, still not feeling it. Don't want to be there. Okay, I just made $20, maybe 40 but I'm still, I still don't want to be here. The second, sometimes, but usually the third customer was like, you're over that laziness. It's gone, and now you're just in the flow. Now you're just, you're there. You know you're there. You're already making money. You're already dirty. You've already got to take a shower when you get home anyway. You're already moving. You're already working. You're already making money. You've already got your makeup on. You're there, so you might as well stick it out until the end of the night. The first and second customer, sometimes it still feels like a chore. It still feels like, ugh. But by the third customer, it's kind of like you just go into stripper mode. You, your mindset shifts, and now you're just in the flow. You're in work mode. How about you? I'm glad, customers? I'm glad you said if the first few customers, they feel like a chore. I'm glad you brought that up because it's not always going to be easy, but you can make it easy. You have to not let the first few customers disappoint you, get to you. You just have to push through it because once you do push through it, you're like, okay, that was easy at the end of the night. And it is, it's the laziness. It's the the lack of motivation, which I mean, not everyone wakes up like, woohoo, I'm ready to go. But okay. if you get over what's holding you back, then you're happy about it because it made you money. It made you way more money than you giving up halfway through. Yeah. I feel like this should be another topic for another day, but I'm going to write this down. How do you get over laziness? How do you push through it? We need to make that a separate topic because that's, I think yeah. that's a really important one to cover. Okay. Got another story? 
Not that I can think of that relates to dancing. Well, even just another one about something really good that really stand out. Because I think people really do need to understand the gravity of the law of attraction and how serious this is. You can write down the list of things you want in a partner. And I, I have seen it, for example, with me. I was very vague in the first list that I made for a partner. I mean, it was maybe three, four things. Go ahead and say it because it was impressive. It's impressive that what you said and how you felt. Tell tell people how you felt about having a kid. I was a single mom and I wanted to attract a partner who, he's not my husband, who had the qualities that I needed as a single mom. At the time, I was thinking, I want... um, a guy who has children, therefore, he can understand me and the parent side in a way. And specifically, I wrote down daughters because I have a daughter and I wanted him to know what it's like to be a father to a little girl. So I wrote that down and then I, what else did I write down? I wanted him older than me. I think I put five years and older and he's six years. So I wrote that, and I, I didn't write so much. I wrote that, and it's, I think that's all I wrote. But it's interesting you that you... Well, the thing that I was the most impressed by was you said beforehand you felt like who would want to date a mom. And then you thought, why would I say that? Why would I think that? There are people out there that would love to date a mom. And that's when you wrote down your list with all of these things, like somebody that wants to be with a mom. I thought that was, and then you met him like, you already knew him. You already knew him. And then you guys started dating. So that was really quick, but then I realized right away I needed more. So as I started changing my list, he he started changing as well. And that's another thing. If you're already in a relationship and you kind of want to save it, you can write down the things and you can imagine things better. I mean, before you give up, start writing them down. Even though it was very spot on, my list was very shallow because I didn't, I didn't write personality traits that I wanted. So now I have written a long list. Don't think, oh, I'm asking too much. No, it's your life. It's your reality write down exactly what you want and if he's not the one for you he's not the one for you and if it is going to be for you you're going to see change and you're going to see because I I have already seen certain things that he's done differently because I've been writing them down that's That's, awesome that's pretty much how the law of attraction works apply it to anything in life and they even say that in the film and they say when you're with somebody already do not focus on their negative traits Focus on what you already love about them. Imagine more and more of the better parts. And that will bring that out in them. We talked about the law of reciprocity on the last episode. There's also something called the law of expectation. And that's when you expect something out of somebody. And by the way, this is also something that I've used as a dancer. Is walking up to somebody and just expecting expecting genuinely expecting them to be like yeah I want to go with you yes I want to dance with you like of course I want to come dance with you you expect that you have that vibration of of course this person wants me and they feel that they pick it up and they act on it so very cool story I love your story about that the guy that I just talked about with mine the last $400 we ended up dating for a while and he was actually 
exactly what I wanted in a partner as well, but I also didn't write down enough of what I wanted in a partner. So I got all these traits that I wanted, but also a lot that I didn't want. All right, I have one more law of attraction story. I'll go with a story that also isn't exactly a dancing story. I met a dancer at Mons, actually, and we had a lot in common because we both traveled all the time. And we kept in touch for a long time, and we still we still are in touch. I mean, she might randomly message me at some point. I might randomly message her, but okay. She has a ring, or had a ring, that a customer gave her that was like a $5,000 ring and very pretty ring. A lot of diamonds, big ring, gorgeous. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I highly doubt she'll ever hear this, and if she does, she she knows who she is, and she knows it's true, so I'm not hiding anything. She stole a suitcase from me. She says that she says that she didn't. She says that it was at uh, somebody else's house and it was locked in the bedroom, but that's not true. She told me on the phone that she, she was supposed to pick it up for me and take it up to Philly with her and I was gonna come up there and work and then a bunch of shit happened and I ended up not going up there. But when I called her and I asked her if she had my suitcase, she said yes. And then when I talked to her a few days later to tell her I wasn't going to be able to come up right away, I asked her about the suitcase, and she told me she didn't have it. That shit was not true. She had my suitcase. It was like a $1,000 suitcase. I had all of my nicest clothes in there. I had a hard drive with a huge portion of my life on it, like a bunch of pictures and video and all kinds of stuff that I'm going to use the law of attraction and say that I'm going to get that back. Out of all the stuff that she has, I want that hard drive back. Anyway, she and I, we had been staying in a hotel down in Florida together, and this is before I knew she was a kleptomaniac. We had decided that because both her and I were going through a rough patch, I would have a hard time going into work some nights, and she would have a really hard time going into work some nights. She was going through some shit. So was I, but I was doing better at the time than she was. And we decided that we would take turns going into work, and whatever we made at work, we would split it, you know? So if I went to work and I made money, I would give her half of whatever I made and the other way around. I know for fucking sure she did not hold up her end of the deal, and I did. And one night I had made $1,000, so I ended up just giving her fucking $500. And I think I maybe, maybe made $100 from her one night over like a two-week time span because she really couldn't even force herself to go into work. She was really in bad shape. Anyway, she calls me. Uh, This is after I ended up moving up to Virginia. She calls me and she says, hey, I still owe you. She said, you know, because she really couldn't go to work and I had given her a lot of money over that two-week time span because I was the only one working. And she calls me and she goes, I'm going to Las Vegas. She goes, I know you haven't worked in a while. She goes, you want to come out to Vegas with me? I'll pay for everything and you can get on your feet out there because she knew I hadn't worked in a long time. And I said yes, even though at this point, I already know she's lied to me about the money that she made, and she already stole my suitcase with all my stuff in it. But I still said yes because I did need to get myself out of a hole that I was in, because I was in a hole. So I go out there, 
and my intention was to gamble instead of going to work in strip clubs because I was at a point in my life that I was just totally burnt out. I could not even imagine walking into a strip club at that point. So I thought I'm going to go around and I'm going to wait for guys to ask me if I want to play, if I want to gamble with them because I had done that before and it worked really well, it worked really well. So I thought that was what I was going to do. Well, I get to Vegas and I couldn't even make myself do that. Like I, I start trying to walk around these casinos and I just, I mean, my introverted side hijacked my body and was like, you are not fucking doing this. So I laid in the hotel room the whole time just being miserable, feeling terrible about my life and knowing I needed to make money, but I couldn't fucking force myself to go do it. I just couldn't do it. It was, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just, I couldn't get over it. So she and I are in the room one night and I get off the phone with my parents who are going through a rough patch and I just broke down in tears. Like I am like bawling and it was about money. You know, I was just sitting there crying about money. The fact that I just felt helpless and I wasn't sure what I was going to do and all this stuff. Well, she has this $5,000 ring and I had thought about it before. When we were in Florida, we had switched rings. She liked the way mine looked more. I had a $100 ring from Swarovski that was gorgeous. I mean, super pretty. Honestly, I really wish I still had it. It was gorgeous. Super sparkly, very pretty. And it looked just as expensive as hers, honestly. But I liked the fact that hers was a re- it was real diamonds. And, and we traded rings while we were down there, just temporarily. And then, you know, ended up trading back. And I kept thinking about that ring, that I wanted that ring. I kept thinking I wanted that ring. I wanted that ring. I really, 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 really wanted her ring. And I started imagining her giving it to me, probably because she stole all my stuff. And I was like, I really want compensated, basically. I kind of want compensated. And I kept imagining that over and over and over. And then that night in that hotel room when I just broke down crying, she just took it off her finger and she hands it to me and she goes, I want you to have this. This way, if you're ever somewhere, because we both like to travel, she said, if you're ever somewhere and you're in a pinch, you can't get money, you get robbed, whatever, she goes, at least you'll be able to pawn it and get to wherever you need to go. And that's the law of attraction story about how I got a $5,000 ring. So, uh, anyway, I thought that that was pretty cool. All the other shit wasn't very good, but I really, really, really did want that ring. And I ended up getting it. So, yeah, the law of attraction works. (laughs) I think that we gave really good points, and I think that we gave um, some good stories. So I really hope that we reach across a lot of viewers, especially ones particularly that have never heard of the Law of Attraction, because it really does make a difference as a dancer to know what the Law of Attraction is and to use it. And to use it. Yeah, I just got goosebumps when you said that. It's really important because just knowing it is not the same as using it. And using it truly, in my opinion, and I want to know what yours is as well, using it truly is 
seeing it in your head, vividly imagining what you want to happen in your head, like a movie. Imagine it as a picture. And for my example of Invisalign, I didn't know who was going to give it to me. I didn't know how I was going to get it. That doesn't matter. You're looking for the end result. I wanted Invisalign. I didn't know I was going to meet an orthodontist. I had no idea. Like imagine the end result and see it on yourself or with you or imagine getting it or or imagine already having it. Like if you want a new yeah, car. That's, that's to me is the law of attraction. Imagine already having it. Yes. And then the last thing is feeling it. Personally, I haven't been somebody that gets super excited about things. At this point, I do get kind of excited now and stuff. But at the time when it came to getting Invisalign, I didn't see myself as being like, oh my god, I'm the happiest person in the world and, you know, jumping up and down and whatever like that. No, it was just something I really, really, really wanted. And I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it. But the feeling I gave myself was I did it. I did it. I got it. This happened. This is real. And the more that you do things, the more that you create things, the more you realize that you really do that. You really not just can create stuff, but you do create stuff. And that and that goes for bad stuff too. If you're always expecting the worst, the universe will give you that. But if you expect the things that you want, even if you don't feel like it's going to happen, if you convince yourself this is what's going to happen, always looking on the bright side, being positive about everything, and then if it doesn't happen, be like, well, it either still can happen or something better is going to happen. Switching into a negative mindset is only going to physically hurt you the cortisol levels in your body raising from being negative and like all that stuff stress is really physically bad for you so it just makes more sense to just be positive and happy about as much stuff as you possibly can be so imagine what you want visualize it feel it do you have anything else to say about that for how you really manifest stuff no i think that you hit all the correct details Well, if we come up with anything else, we will absolutely be sure to let you know. That completes episode number three. This has been very exciting talking to you, Valentina. Thank you, likewise. Looking forward to the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us, you guys. If you have any questions for us or want to start a conversation around this, we have a Facebook page called Strategic Stripping Life or Dot Life or something like that. I'll figure out how to link it in here somewhere. So, uh, and that's it. We will talk to you guys soon.